I forgot how I started. I'm blanking. Go. <laughs> I blanked on the lyrics of the song I wrote and have sung forever. Welcome back to the show. <laughs> Welcome back to the show, <laughs> the eternal show. We're never gonna die. We're gonna live forever. Sometimes I forget the lyrics to my song, and other times I forget the lyrics to other songs. And sometimes I forget my lines when I'm on stage, but that hasn't happened in a while because it's been a while since I've been on something that is scripted and on a stage. Ooh, oh. <laughs> That is the most terrifying. There are two things in my life. Uh-huh. <laughs> one is, one of my most recurring nightmares is, oh, there's a play that you're in, last minute's notice, you got to go on stage and you've never read the script, you don't yep. know any of your lines. <laughs> <laughs> I have that dream too. It's awful. Yep. Oh, Second it's awful. one is watching people who forget their lines or <sighs> who are on stage or who are doing an audition and they and they go up and it's just like, and it is the most uncomfortable thing in my entire life. Yep. Being a being a, a casting director for a couple of shows, watching a bunch of auditions, I cannot tell you how much, like, if there was ever a time for me to break character and show on my face exactly what I'm thinking, me sitting behind the desk is like, oh, God, oh, God. And I grip the chair really hard. And I'm just like, mm, God, oh, <laughs> yeah, God, you got- don't show it on your face. <laughs> Oh, it's awful. Oh, it makes me terrified. I mean, I literally can't believe I just, I drew a blank. I, I panicked. You blinked at me and I was like, I'm not prepared for this. I was so, I was like, and then I was like, yeah. I did it. Yeah. You couldn't have misconstrued that for something else. No, I saw the first blink. I saw it. I was just like, are you there, God? It's me, Margaret. <laughs> Help me remember the lyrics to the stupid bit I wrote and have sung over a hundred times. MDZ for the gods. <laughs> for the gods. Aperol Spritz for myself. Nice. Welcome back to AAWI, the and also with you podcast from Affable Idiots, everyone. Every week. Join us and all your lifelong friends as we laugh together. <laughs> I've been trying out new laughs. So we have we have the wheeze. That's a good one. That's a really good one. We have the the Zach Braff. <laughs> and then we have the uh, I like to call this one the upswing. Mm. <laughs> and you do that one a lot. I do. If something catches me by surprise, yeah, I will do that one often. I love. <laughs> I like the upswing and then I'll catch because it's like it. You start laughing because it's funny, but then as you laugh, you're re- as you're laughing, you're realizing how funny you think it is, and so yeah. it gets it goes up. It's a great laugh. And then I and then at the end of the at the end of it, I have to catch myself. I'm like, oh my god, that really surprised me, and I yep. burst out and I did not expect it. So if you ever get an upswing from me, you're good. <laughs> If you ever get an upswing, that means you're a bye. If you're ever in an audition and you hear me upswing laugh and it's for a comedy show, you're in. <laughs> <laughs> if it's for the color purple, you're girl, not in. you better leave. You didn't make it. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen the color purple. Is it a... Moving on. Uh, we'd share secrets and we strengthen our friendships on this off-color hair Rogers-esque show. 
I'm one of your hosts, Jesse Neal. <laughs> you are Jesse Neal. <laughs> I just read off the teleprompter like Robin Burgundy. The teleprompter. I'm host, Chad Michael Ennis. <laughs> Go fuck And with yourself. me here, I've got Jesse Neal. <laughs> Hello. And all of you lifelong friends listening and watching across Unglobo. <gasps> Unglobo? <laughs> I'm so happy to be here with all of you. And also with you. I'm having a giggly day. It is going to be a good one, Jessica. I'm feeling giggly. Your giggling is, um, it's contagious. Because earlier, because it's like cloudy, and I was cuddling with mm-hmm. my dog, and the reason, I have to tell you, the reason I was a little bit late is because <laughs> right before I got up, she repositioned and put her head in my lap, and I was like, I can't. I can't. <laughs> I can't get up. <laughs> I almost thought you said coloring with my dog, and I was like, Jesse, she has one foot. She's, She's got one not be able to hold foot. that marker. She's got three feet. Oh, it's a back foot. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> what if she only had one leg? <laughs> she had to pogo everywhere. Oh, it sucks. I saw an Instagram video of a dog who only had three legs, but it was two back legs. Mm. And it was on a walk, and it was just trotting up and, well, it was one arm behind his back, because it was, it was just walking on two legs, walking down the sidewalk. She has a, there's a, a friend of hers, uh, and by a friend, I mean they see each other, uh, but they, they have never played. But like they'll see each other and right. stare at each other and be like, "I want to play, I want to play," uh, or we'll be like across the street, like, "I want to play." And th- excuse me, I had a little bit of a burp. Uh, but this dog is also a tripod, but with one of the front arms missing. It's really interesting to notice the difference in the way a tripod with one front leg versus one back leg walks. It's really yeah. interesting, and they're so Very. cute. You gotta love them. You don't have to, especially if one of them happens to also be a kangaroo in disguise. <laughs> well, then <laughs> in, in that case, stay away. Don't get kicked, unless, of course, it's only one back leg, because then they can't they can't really kick you. I mean, I guess they could, because well, they, when they when a kangaroo kicks you, they go back on their arms. Have right? you ever seen the Karate Kid? Have you ever seen your mom? I have not seen the Karate Kid. Uh, I saw the Jaden Smith Karate Kid taking a pee. <laughs> yes, yes, I have. Yeah, me too. Not your mom. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness, Jesse! I'm going to start today by asking you a question, and I want you to answer honestly. Girl Scouts honor. When's the last time you played that piano behind you? I played this piano. I mean, not to like sit down and really play it hard. Yeah. Sexually, uh, but I did play it. Oh, probably. You played it just like four or five notes to open a secret door in a mansion. <laughs> exactly. I mean, it was probably two or three weeks ago, in all honesty. I have not been keeping up. I need to do better. But the, see, the problem is the keys aren't the weighted. Excuses. And uh, <laughs> no, that's a big thing. It's like, I just, like, it's, it's a really good keyboard. It's better because I brought that one into the relationship. You know, Ooh. there's not much that I brought in into this uh, apartment situation. Just keyboard and baggage. That's it. In, in baggage. <laughs> in my emotional baggage. Yeah. But my keyboard was so much better than the one he got. Because, I mean, he, he just got his. Like, he went and bought, like, whatever the thrift shop he went to had. So yeah. this one was chosen for me. It's not the one I wanted. But Santa, a.k.a. Mom and Dad. <laughs> Sorry, kids, if you're listening. Spoilers. <laughs> I haven't gotten to the end of that Santa book. <laughs> it was a. It was a lot more money. The one that I. It was a, the one I was wanting. Uh, had the weighted keys, and you have to pay for that. So, but we went. So I played this keyboard. You know, I was like, oh my gosh, let me just let me just sit down and 
and touch these keys and, and just tickle those just ivories. Tickle the keys, <laughs> the plastics. Tickle the plastics. <laughs> but then we went to visit Casey's family in Pittsburgh, and his brother. We, we were over at his brother's house one night. One night. That's my way of one saying out. night. And his brother had just bought a baby grand piano from somebody mm. who was, I know. Well, his brother. Piero! His brother is an incredible pianist. Pianist? And um, also, Penis. for like a second job, plays the organ at a local church. Not religious oh. at all. He's an atheist. But he loves playing. <laughs> he loves the organ. So he plays the piano at a local organ. He plays the and piano really at a much... local organ, is what I just said. <laughs> there's, there's not much you can do with an organ aside from play at church. Yeah, exactly. And he loves One, the organ, One, it's not portable. Too. They're only in churches. <laughs> Two, what other kind of music is there other than funeral music? In it, which case, it's still a church. It's Exactly. Um, so he does that. But he's really, I mean, he's so good at piano. Like, fucking incredible it's disgusting and i hate it uh but we went to and we were visiting and i saw this baby grand for the first time because i knew we'd gotten it i was like i have to i have to touch it i have to fuck it into submission <laughs> um <laughs> and i sat down and rape. i played it i think that's rape <laughs> um if it's a piano is it <laughs> oh that's bad there is no I, legal definition of rape that includes a piano you're right exactly because it's not <laughs> if okay. one of the parties is a piano, <laughs> this is not legally rape. <laughs> well, then I feel bad about fucking it into submission, even still. <laughs> um, but I played it. That might, that means I played it. And I said, oh my gosh, these keys. Oh, forgot pianos have weighted keys. Oh my gosh. Felt so good. Felt like my tits could cut diamonds. <laughs> Not it was the great. Nipples. It was the so good. Themselves. But I just haven't played that played it in a while, and I need to. I also have the guitar that you gave me that I have barely touched. Oh my gosh, it's feeling so neglected. Oh, but when we went to visit his parents because they were moving and we were getting some of his old stuff, and they were giving us stuff, and we were throwing stuff away, there was a ukulele that we did bring back. Ukulele, yes. So maybe you're gonna be like a hefty Hawaiian man and play some somewhere over the rainbow. Isn't he? Yes. Didn't he die? Did he die? Know. Did he die? I, I think loved he did. him. A hefty you know Hawaiian who that is? man. You know who that is? That's Mr. Ed. Yeah. Did he die? I loved, I loved him. him. God, Sarah Highland. What a gem. Not the Sarah Highland from Modern Family. Modern the Family. Other one the from other one. From YouTube. one who was occasionally. Uh, La Sarah on Mad TV. Was she? Yeah, she was like a waitress in a scene once. She was not like a a credited person on there, but she was just like a background person. That's hot. That's hot. That's hot. Jesse, thank you for sharing your musical journey with me right now over the last few millennia. Millennia. Yeah, I've been alive for (laughs) millennia. Jesse, we've got a healthy competition coming up where we're going to fight each other to the death. Let's do it. It's called. Celebrity Deathmatch. Just kidding. That <laughs> I used was a to show. love that show because of Cena. Yeah, it was great. It, it was, was great and brutal. I want a good, clean fight. Um, Jesse, we this is where we have a little bit of a game, a competition of sorts, usually. Um, last week, we played Wesley Willis Weirwick Whirlwind. <laughs> it's fun to say. And uh, it is fun to say about a local Chicago artist who writes wonderful songs, and we have to guess information about them. Let's just say, uh, no one beat me. <clears throat> and boom goes the dynamite. That burp. Good and burping. boom goes the dynamite. <laughs> uh, this week, 
we have another game. And before I get to the game, I'm going to take you through the inspiration for the game. Please do. It starts on a young summer eve. <laughs> Thursday, September 3rd? Thursday, September 3rd, 2020. What? What? Andy Dufresne was mopping tar on a roof. <laughs> Sorry, I, I said 2020 and it reminded me of Morgan Freeman. Anyway, here's what it is. I went and saw Tenet on Friday in a theater. Oh, Michelle Obama. In a large format theater. I, I spoke to several people, including Matt from RI, including my family, whom I live with right now. Um, I looked all into the coronavirus numbers between here and Fort Mill, South Carolina, where it was playing, because none of the theaters in North Carolina are open. When did you saw this on Thursday? What? You saw this on Thursday? I I was debating on Thursday whether mm. or not to go. I mm. was racking my brain, and then Friday I, I ended up going. I went to um, here's the precautions I took. One, I went at noon on a Friday. Mm. It was in the middle of a work day. It was in the middle of the day. It was a matinee show. I was hoping to to make sure there were as few people there as possible to reduce my risk of coronavirus. I wore an N95 mask the whole time. Mask, mask. Somebody suck me. The mask. Um. <laughs> The, the theater that I went to, their policies were they had to have three seats between parties. So, like, on either side of me were three empty seats, which mm. was great. And every other row was also blocked off, so people couldn't sit right behind me. It was wonderful. It was great. That's Overall, good. I went and saw it in a large format theater, too. I wanted to see the, the largest, most expensive ticket I could to reduce the number of people that would go see it. Yep. Got to weed out the poor. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> awful <laughs> but yeah um but then also you know we're in the carolinas so you, you got to be as careful as possible and make sure that no no mask as a political issue people are around you um <clears throat> overall the experience was not that bad for the most part, everyone wore their masks. There were just two guys on the way out of the theater that didn't wear their masks. Rude. There was only one guy way, way far away from me who, in the middle of the, the movie, just went... <clears throat> Makes you nervous, though, right? Just time. clearing his throat. It's like... <laughs> yeah, just clearing his throat. But you could you could hear, like, I could hear someone several seats down from him just go, if I get coronavirus, I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> they said that out loud. <coughs> um, but anyway, it was yeah, there were maybe, like, 20 people in a theater of... 200 seats 300 nice. seats uh so yeah I, I felt pretty good about it i was worried that the whole time i was just gonna be worried about looking to my left and right is that guy wearing his mask the whole time is that person wearing their mask the whole time instead of focusing on the movie but i very quickly was sucked in anyway the movie tenet no spoilers very very good movie i know there's a lot good. of like mixed reviews out there what's it about i don't know that i've even heard of it you're kidding me it's the it's the next christopher nolan movie <gasps> It is, I have you know, from Inception and uh, Interstellar. All that so basically, so, it's about time. <laughs> it is about time, yes. Just <laughs> it's like, a Christopher uh, Nolan all movie. Of the most recent, it's exactly, about most time. Most Christopher Nolan movies are about some kind of time. This one has, um, there are things in the movie that seem to be traveling backwards in time. If you've seen the trailer, you can, like, people are shooting, except for bullets coming out of the gun, Bullets are being sucked out of bullet holes into the guns, Ooh. and the world is rebuilding around it. That's Cars hot. are unflipping and uncrashing as they travel down the hallway. Uh, the hallway. The it's street, like Christopher the Nolan's The Next Five Years, or The Last Five Years. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> While Jamie's going forward through time. He's literally moving uh, backwards. Uh, 
Kathy's moving backwards. Yeah, uh, but it's a it's a very good movie. It is. It is probably his most mind-shattering, hurt-your-brain movie that he's ever made. Ooh. Even more so than Inception. But it is one that is so satisfying once you wrap your brain around it. Mm. And about two-thirds of the way through the movie, I was like, oh, I need to see this movie again. <laughs> I need to go back to the beginning now. I'm not even to the end. I don't even know how it wraps up, but I know that I need to see the beginning again. Um, oh, God. My nipples can cut diamonds. Can cut diamonds. Right now. <laughs> yes. Um... Getting goose pimples all over. Yes, anyway, excellent movie. I really, really enjoyed it. I thought it was very difficult to follow, but at the end of it, I was just like, as I was piecing it together, I was on the way home, I listened to a bunch of YouTube reviews. Not reviews, but like kind of breakdowns. Did you like, drive oh God, yourself? I forget about that. I did drove myself. How was that? Driving again? Oh, that was fine. That was fine. I mean, I've driven a few times since I moved to California, you know, rental cars, all that kind of mm, stuff. So. Mm, 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 uh, so yeah, I drove down there. But anyway... The whole point of this is the protagonist of the movie, whose character name is the protagonist, his name in real life is John David Washington. He is the nephew of Denzel Washington. Ah. Throughout the entire film, if you were to close your eyes, if you were a blind person going into that movie, and then you asked that blind person afterwards, who was the star of that film? Who was the protagonist? They would tell you Denzel Washington. Because John David Washington sounds exactly like his uncle. Ooh, that's what's up. Yeah. And so, the this inspired me to make a Denzel Washington movie game. But it's not just Denzel Washington. It has to do with Tenet. Mostly just, you know, the word Tenet is a palindrome. It's the same backwards as it is forward. David Tenet, love of my forward, life. Going back, yeah, but that's Tenet. <laughs> oh, you're right, that is, is Tenet. 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 He's still the love of my life. <laughs> uh, so Tenet is a palindrome because there are things going forward in time things going backward in time it's the same backwards and forwards Ooh. and that got me thinking about today's game which is called Denzel Lesned <laughs> I get the title now <laughs> yes the Denzel Washington movie antonym game so here's how this game works I have 15 movies in which Denzel Washington has starred these 15 movies, I will read you the, the name of them, but using antonyms Ooh. instead of the actual words. Okay. And you have to figure out what the actual title of the Denzel Washington movie is. Ooh, fun. This does rely a little bit on you having some Denzel Washington movie knowledge. I have some. I don't know. I, well, let's see how much I All have. Right. It, I, will, I will let you know that if you get five or fewer, you are a racist. Okay. <laughs> I mean, that's the science of it. Exactly. Um, and uh, so, so that's how this, this game works. Um, for instance, I'm going to give you an example. Do you remember in Chicago, on in the red Chicago? line stop? Because you still live there. In Chicago. On the, uh, every once in a while, as we would pass a stop, you're like, this is Addison. Yep. Doors open on the right at Addison. And I would say, Addison, more like, subtract you, daughter. Yep. <laughs> Add, subtract, I, you, you son, daughter. Yep. Addison, subtract you, daughter. <laughs> You're stupid. <laughs> I've, I've applied that same logic to these movies. Okay, perfect. So that's how you can kind of figure it out. Sometimes, even if you don't know the Denzel Washington movie itself, you could probably think through the words and come up with the title as I well. I like it. I like it. Some of these are really easy. Some of these are really silly. Some of these are going to be very hard. Let's do it. 
Here we go. We've got 15 questions, or 15 titles. Let's rock. They are listed in chronological order. Ooh, okay. So, his earliest will be the first, not earliest movie he's ever made, but the earliest of the 15 will be the yep. first. And the latest, most recent, will be the last. Let's do it. Are you ready for number one? Oh, sorry. There are two things here. There are two things. Yes. One is, I'm going to give you the antonym. You give me the movie title. If you can't quite get it, I will also give you, excuse me, I will also give you the year, but you will subtract a point. Two points if you get it without the year, one point if you get it with the year. Perfect. That's hot. The first one, Fear on Ice. Fear on Ice. Something off water. <laughs> <laughs> Or fire. A fire? Fuck. What fear? What's the opposite of fear? What is the opposite of fear? I don't know. What is the opposite of fear? Calm? Call of... Call? No, it's not call. <laughs> no, it, it's not using sounds likes. It's using real words. Real words. Actual opposites. So fear on ice is... Fear on ice. Something off. I mean, on, off. Or over. No, I'm going to give under. you a hint. Okay. I'm going to give you a hint. Uh, think of on as a preposition, not as a state of being. Okay. Hmm. This is tough. Fuck me! I'm overthinking <laughs> it. I'm overthinking it. Um, that's gonna be the, that's gonna be the problem with a lot of these. So on ice, it, yeah. uh, I don't know. Am I overthinking it with like fire, ice and fire? You're, you are. You have one third of the words. So maybe it's fire. <laughs> maybe she's born with it. Uh, <laughs> maybe it's maybe she's born with it. Maybe it's fire. Um, <laughs> okay, fear. On fire. Again, think of the preposition on, not the state of being on. Hmm. So something's on a table or on a bed. What's the opposite of that? Under. Something under fire. You have two of the three words. What is it? I know what it is. Something under fire. Uh, now, what's the what's the antonym of fear? That's the last hint I'm going to give you, unless you ask for the year. But it's not calm, because I said that already, and you didn't say that it, that counted as one of the words. Correct. Cool? No. <sighs> I'm having a hard time with what the opposite of fear is. I don't know at this point if it would help you to think of Denzel Washington movies and your backlog of Denzel Washington movies, and you I'm, can figure out which one ends in under fire. I'm trying to think of which one ends on, in under fire. <laughs> um, fuck me in the finger. <laughs> <laughs> um, motherfucker. Um, some fear under fire. Fear, fear, fear. Brief. I'm just kidding. That's fear backwards. <laughs> um, mother butt sex. Um, 
fear. The opposite of fear is... I'm literally, I'm like, what would be this? What is the state of being that is the opposite of being afraid? You're, you're not scared. But what's another word for not scared? Um, not right scared track. under fire. I don't think it would be cool under fire. Or it's not calm under fire. Because if... I, I want you to think of this as fear is a noun, not a state of being. Okay. That might help. Because the word that you're looking for is a different part of speech, depending on yeah. how you look at it. Have I said the word yet? You have not said I the word yet. I didn't think so. Okay. Okay. Um... People listening to this are like, it's this, I, it's this, <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> I mean, I know there's an under fire movie with him in it, but what? Um, fear under fire. Fear under fire. Fear <laughs> under fire. Fucking dicks. Um... <laughs> Fa no. Farts under fire. I'm give you 15 seconds as a mercy kill. Oh, <laughs> fear under fire. Cool under fire. Calm under fire. Does under fire. What's under fucking fire? Five seconds. The answer is courage under fire. Oh, I'm so fucking stupid. <laughs> courage yep, under fire. Courage under in fire. 1996. All right, I'm zero sorry, for guys, one. I let you down. <laughs> yeah. Number two, the antonym is forget a weakling. Remember, you said forget a weakling. Correct. Remember the Titans. Nailed it. <laughs> Woo! Remember the Titans from two thousand. You are one for two. <laughs> Number three, woman underwater. Man on fire. Nailed it. <laughs> Woo! Two for three from 2004. It's two on uh, fire. Denzel Washington. I know. Well, one of them's under fire, the other's on fire. Oh, I see. Yep, 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 yep. Yep. Denzel Washington loves fire movies. Loves it. All right. Here's another easy one Outside Woman. Inside Man? Inside Man. Nailed it. 2006. Inside Man. Very good. Very good. <laughs> Number five. This one might be tough for you. Russian police person. Fuck. What's the opposite of Russian? <laughs> Do I need to think of Russian as, a, as a, a country of people or of like rushing? Like I'm rushing to be there. It, it is not. It is not a play on words. Okay, Russian police person. Yeah, it's a very straightforward antonym. Is it something like fireman? Uh, it's something man, right? Or the opposite of a person is a animal. 
that a police dog? Is it a fire I will, dog? I will give you a clue. I chose police person as a gender, gender neutral um, descriptor. Okay, so the opposite of what a police person would be. The, the, the word in the title is gender neutral. Okay, so it's the opposite of, of, of a police person. Correct. Russian police person. <laughs> is that an American? Maybe? Is this just like a play on what's happening in our government right now? And who's influencing it? Um, American? Psycho. Just kidding. I know that's not him. Um, <laughs> what's the opposite of a police person? Oh. Siri thought I asked her a question. Um, oh my God, what a dummy. American? What a freaking dummy. What's the opposite of a police? Of a cop? What's the opposite of a cop? I imagine is what we're getting um, at, the opposite of a cop? Uh, yeah. Hero? American hero? <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> hero is the same as a cop. Is it? Oh, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> I get it. It's a play on words for today's political climate. Uh, let's see here. Um, this is hard. Uh, yeah, yeah, this one's going to be... It's going to be tough. I'm thinking American would be the opposite of Russian. Uh, if you have Denzel Washington movie knowledge, you can think of what two-word Denzel Washington movie starts with American. I'm trying to remember. I'm having a really hard time. <laughs> you clearly haven't seen enough American... I mean, uh, Denzel Washington movies. So I'm right. It is American. <laughs> it is American, yes. <laughs> American. Fi fire is the opposite of a cop? A fire person? Nope. Firefighter? <laughs> fire person. Uh, civilian? American. This is hard. You're not, thinking, you're not thinking opposite enough. More opposite than police. Now, do I need to think of the, op the not the opposite of police and the opposite of person? Like, take police person as, like, one police thing. Police person is a singular thing, yes. So the opposite of a police person. Uh, yeah. Vigilante? Well, they're still kind of doing the same thing police does. When you're a kid, what kind of games do you play? Cops and robbers? American, not robber. Not robber, but along those same lines. American criminal? Getting close. American crime-mo? <laughs> <laughs> He's a crime-mo. American thief? American. I'm going to give you 15 seconds. American. Oh my gosh. American. What's like crime? American. Five seconds. American Crit Christmas Carol. <laughs> Time is up. The movie is American Gangster. Motherfuck. From 2007. Of course. <laughs> Ugh, I suck. It's all right. This is, you're warming up. You're warming up. 
We've got oh. ten more to go. So how many do I have so far? You have three out of five. Okay, cool, 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 cool. So I just need you to have, get at least three more right? to apparently not be <laughs> yes, racist. Yes, to not be a racist. Yeah. Oh, jeez. All right. The next one is a bad yes man. Now, for this one, I want you to think of yes man as gender neutral. Okay. A good, or you said a bad yes man? A bad yes man. So a good. Do I need to think of the opposite of a? You do. Every single word in here has an antonym. Uh. Two? Two good? A few good men? <laughs> Is he even in that? Because no. that's not the opposite of yes man. That would be what? A no man? Don't a yes man again is a, is a singular thing. A yes man. What is the opposite of someone who's a yes man? Somebody who says no a lot. I imagine. So a bad something bad. A bad yes man. A few bad. I mean, is that right? A few. I don't know. Uh, a few bad or something bad. Nopers. <laughs> uh, what is somebody think that... about uh, for for a rather than being a measurement? Think uh, like a uh, like a number of things. Mm-hmm. Think of a being like an article as the part of speech. Okay. Okay. Rather than how many bad yes man. So like. So what is the opposite article of a? The? The yes, bad. A is the indefinite article. The is the definite article. Okay, so the bad. The bad. Remember, the antonym is a bad yes man. Oh, the good. The good no naysayer. The good <laughs> no no person. <laughs> <laughs> The good, oh, I'm trying to think, the good what? The good book thief? Wasn't he in the book thief? <laughs> um, the good. For time's sake, I'm going to give you 15 seconds. I know, you got to do it sometimes because I'm not giving up. Yep. Um, the good, <laughs> yes, man. Five seconds. The good no no knower. The movie is The Great Debaters. I'm not familiar with this one. Yeah, it's because you're a racist. Oh, Came out in 2007. <laughs> uh, so yeah, if, if a yes man just agrees with everything, then a debater would debate not you agree with not everything. Necessarily agree with you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. All right, you are three for six. Oh man. Number seven. A movie not about Eliza. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> a movie not about Eliza. The play. This one, this one is unique in that it does not have the same amount of words. It has one extra word. Sorry, the antonym has an extra word in it than the movie title. What is the opposite of Eliza? Peggy? <laughs> Angelica? Very clever. Um, uh, I was not that clever, no. Let's see here. Um... 
Let me see here. Let me see. I th- I'm telling Casey, I think the dog wants out. Um, okay, a movie not about Eliza. Mm-hmm. Is it a play? The play? About? Wait, the, the movie has one more word or your antonym has one more word? The antonym has one more word. The move, the play about Elizabeth. I this is hard, Mike. I don't know. Am I right? Am I on the right track with the play? You are on the right track with one of those words. Probably the. Correct. (laughs) So the opposite (laughs) of a movie. Real life. The real life. That's a good guess. It's not correct, but it's a good guess. The life? Is that better? <laughs> um, the truth? No. I think you're thinking about it more. You're, you're too philosophical about movie. I don't know what the opposite of a movie would be if it's not like a play. The story? The book? The book? Not about Eliza. <laughs> the book about... Of the book of oh it's um it's it's the book of um the book of <laughs> el- the opposite of Eliza right is what you're I'm looking so for. Close. You're so um, close. You're so close. The it's a, uh, the the book of <laughs> am I on the is that right so far? If you don't get this, yes, that's right so far. If you don't get this, you're going to hate yourself. I know. I know what it is. I can see the preview. <laughs> the book of the opposite of Eliza. The book of. <laughs> if Eliza's the girl version, what would the boy version be? Of Eliza? Mm-hmm. Eric? The opposite of Eliza? <laughs> if someone is named Eliza and they go through uh, a gender reversal surgery and they would like for you to refer to them as something that is similar to Eliza, Eliza? but a more masculine version. Elias? You're so close. You're I can so feel close. it. I feel it on the tip of my tongue. The book of El- Eli. Is that right? At this point. Shit. <laughs> I'm gonna give it to you because you literally just said it, but just said it weird. It's the book of Eli. <laughs> Son of a. F- oh, if you just fuck. had a better knowledge of Denzel Washington movies, that you'd have been like, oh, of course. The I book of haven't Eli. seen this movie, but I've seen the preview and I know of it. Oh my gosh. Oh, you you would actually love this movie. Would I? You would love it a Doesn't lot. Doesn't he like steal? Great a, that's like a biblical book or something that he steals. Well, or is that the I, book thief? I'm, I'm not going to give away the twist or anything like that, but it is a movie that is very well written. It is having to do a little bit with Christianity. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's it's great. You should watch it. So long as nobody Written gets by possessed Widow. by the devil, I'll be all right. No one gets pol- <laughs> no one gets possessed by the devil. But you should watch it. Perfect. All right. Uh, yeah, that was released in 2010. <sighs> you are four for seven right now. Come on. We're almost halfway there. This one, stoppable. 
Stoppable, unstoppable. Yep. Nailed it. 2010, <laughs> unstoppable. <laughs> Is that the one about the train where they're trying to stop the train or something? Yep. yep. Him and uh, Chris Pine, I believe it was. Yep. 2010. Cool. So if I you hit five, now, I'm not a racist, right? Hit, well, no, I said five or fewer. Oh, okay. So I need at least one more. Yep. All right. This next one. Don't overthink it. Dangerous car. Safe. House. Nailed it. 2012. <laughs> safe house. <laughs> yes. You're officially not a racist. Woo! I already knew it, but now all of you do too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now I'm going to I'm going to read you a word for this for this one. Okay. The antonym I'm going to tell you up front, just to be fair, is not the same part of speech as the title. Okay. The antonym is a gerund grounded. Grounded. Sorry, that's not a that's not a gerund. That is a a gerund is when you take an adjective like grounding mm, mm. or verb and make it into a noun. Um but the, the word is grounded. Uh, Ungrounded? I'm just kidding. I know that's not going to be it. Grounded. Oh, is it flight? It is flight from 2012. Very good. Yes. All right. You're moving <laughs> on up. You're at 7 out of 10. You're, you're getting there. You're getting there. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> All right. Our next one. Five to go. One knife. One knife. One knife. So, uh, so is the opposite of a knife a gun? How many, though? <laughs> What's the opposite of one? Two? Zero? 20 gun salute? 10 gun? How many gun salutes are there? 21. 21? Seven gun shooting three times. Uh, one knife. Mm-hmm. No weapons? <laughs> no. no uh, like, is the opposite of you one... You were already very close. Is the opposite... Uh, with no weapons or with two guns? Nailed it! Two guns from 2013. <laughs> <laughs> it was tough. All right. <clears throat> this one, again, has a caveat in that the antonym has an extra word. Okay. A balance disruptor. A balance disruptor. So A balance disruptor. So it's the something stabilizer? Close. Close. And remember, the antonym has three words. The title has two words. Oh, right. Okay, so a balance disrupt disruptor. Mm-hmm. A balance disruptor. Okay, so what is a balance? So the... But let's think about balance disruptor. And think of balance disruptor as one word. Right, right. Think of that as one thing. The balance disruptor. Balance is in like gravity? The balance disruptor. The... Is it training day? I'm just kidding. <laughs> the, uh, the balance. Okay, so how can we think about balance? Is it gravity? Again, 
don't think about two separate words and their opposites. Think about balance disruptor as one thing and what the opposite of that is. What would a balance disruptor be, though, I wonder? The balance disruptor. This is really hard. This one's hard. This is one where if you had a knowledge of Denzel Washington movies, you would be like, oh, yeah, duh, this. The balance disruptor. Man, that's tough. Um, the siege? <laughs> the, um, give you 15 seconds. The scale? The scales of justice. The... <laughs> Five seconds. Stabilizer? The... And that is time. It is the Equalizer uh, from 2014. I have heard of this one. Yes. <clears throat> yes. Man, that's tough. That was you tough. You have three left. Okay. That, that one was tough. Yes. Let's do it. This one is um, <clears throat> an unremarkable 11. Un unremarkable an 11? An unremarkable 11. Uh, un. The, the, is this also the something remarkable? Twelve? Ten? <laughs> Ten? <laughs> is it the remarkable something? An unremarkable eleven. The remarkable. This one is not as straightforward as stoppable and unstoppable. <laughs> so okay, so it's not because it's unremarkable doesn't mean it's remarkable. Correct. The magnificent. Twelve? Is that right? Magnificent? The Magnificent? Uh-huh. This one's also a remake of a classic movie that was on, I think it's on the AFI Top 100 list. The Magnificent, and it's a number. One? Whatever the opposite or antonym of 11 might be. Maybe not as literal but in pop culture. The Magnificent, it's not Magnificent One. The Magnificent 10? Eight? Nine? Fifteen? Quentin Tarantino's The Hateful Eight was a play on this title. Yeah, I was figuring that. The Magnificent. Magnificent. Oh, Jesse. I know. I know. <laughs> um, okay, well, so the Hateful Eight has the number in it. Magnificent. Mrs. Maisel. The Magnificent. <laughs> men? Mertens? <laughs> You're getting further away. You're getting colder. The Magnificent 13? It's a number, I'm gonna yeah? Give you 15 seconds. It is a number. I'm going to give you 15 22? seconds. <laughs> Negative 1? <laughs> Five seconds. The Magnificent. 
Oh, Jesse, you were so close. Time is up. It is the Magnificent Seven. Seven. Seven <laughs> Oh, yep. I get it. I get it. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Damn oh, it. Oh, man. Have you never heard of the Magnificent Seven? I've seen It's on the, Netflix. The classic original as no- well as the remake that was awful with, what's his face from Guardians of the Galaxy? And Denzel. <laughs> And Denzel Washington. Yeah. Um, I feel like I've heard of it. Yes, I think that the remake was on Netflix or something at one point, maybe. But I. Well, haven't. we already know you're not a racist, but you have two more questions to get as far as you can. Let's do it. Our penultimate question: <clears throat> Bridges, fences. Nailed it. From 2016 <laughs> fences. Yes. Or as some might have called it, hidden, hidden fences, fences because <laughs> because they racism. are racist. Yep. <laughs> Our final question: chance for you to totally redeem yourself. <laughs> A differentiator prequel. So uh, something sequel. A differentiator prequel. The something sequel. The same raider, the sa- the sim- similar. You're gonna hate yourself. <laughs> <laughs> A differentiator prequel. A differentiator prequel. Um. When you think about if if I were to be a differentiator, what does that mean? You like to be different? I'm not sure. (laughs) (laughs) Differentiator? Um, I don't know. If I have if I have two items on a table in front of me and I'm a differentiator, what would I do with those two oh, items? Oh, you tell tell you tell you tell the difference between them. I don't. I'm, I don't <laughs> yeah, kind of, kind of. Or you you choose like which one is better? I guess. I don't know. I'm really I would not familiar certainly, with this I word. I would certainly, I would take find a way to make them different. The 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 uniter uniter. So if I take if I do the opposite of that, I take two things that might be different, and find a way to make them the same. The 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 unity, the magnet, the motherfuck. <laughs> to make them, I don't know, congruent. To make them. A blue sugar substitute packet. <laughs> equal. Is this the equalizer again? <laughs> it's the equalizer too. <laughs> <laughs> you bastard. <laughs> uh, you will not get the point for that. No, I think that's fair. <laughs> Oh my! So that was uh, that was Denzel Lesned, the Denzel Washington movie antonym game. Gosh, that was harder. Th- I really good at overthinking. I feel like you've seen maybe no Denzel Washington movies. I've seen a lot of Denzel Washington movies, but just okay. not all of okay. those. <laughs> <laughs> you've seen Training Day. I haven't seen out. Training Day. I just know about you Training haven't? Day. Oh my god! Casey's always quoting. Have you ever had your shit pushed in? Like when they're talking about being in prison and and having sex I have in not prison. Seen training day. Oh, 
So then you don't get the reference. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> I'm sorry. But you got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Not, not bad, actually. You got nine out of 15. And we didn't read any of the years on these until afterwards. We're, we're going to forget the two-point rule. Yes. And there's, all of these are one point. So you got nine it. points out of 15. Pretty good. Points. Uh, pretty, 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 pretty good. Pretty good. Color me impressed. Uh, if you were playing along with us at home and you were just screaming at your device saying, Jesse, it's the Equalizer 2. <laughs> Uh, then let us know how many points you got. And tell us which ones poll. you were yelling at me about. I want to know which ones yes. you were yelling at me about. <laughs> <laughs> Probably all of them, except for Unstoppable and Safe House. Because <laughs> they were pretty easy. And when you were going, like, when you on one knife, when you were like, what's the opposite of a knife? A gun? What's the opposite of one? Two? And then you still couldn't, like, you literally said the two words of the title, but you just didn't put them together. It was like... She clearly does not have any knowledge of Denzel Washington. I don't movies. know that movie. I've never heard of Two Gun. <laughs> two Gun? Or was it Two Guns? Two Guns. Yeah. One Cup. Never heard of it. <laughs> Whew. Oh, oh, man. Child. That was a... That was a uh, <laughs> I was say a frothy game. That's not the right word, but that's what we're going to stick in Oh, my with. gosh. It was so a frothy. frothy. <laughs> Let's move into our honest discussion. We take a little, uh, take a little mental break and we just talk about shit and i really worked last week we talked brain. about what motivates you it was a surprisingly great discussion not yeah. surprisingly obviously we always have great discussions but oh, it was a really nozzle. helpful enlightening discussion about motivation and recognizing that um jesse tell us about the topic you brought for this week so uh this week uh we're gonna be talking about if you could design your perfect doctor's waiting room what would it look like so the other day, Ooh. Casey went to a doctor, and he ended up having to be there for, like, two hours in the waiting room, and it got us talking about, like, how much that one sucked and, like, what makes a good waiting room and how can we improve on it? So, like, <laughs> I just want to talk about the – this is a lighthearted, goofy conversation just about, like, what makes the perfect doctor's waiting room. I want to talk about the check-in process, the reading mm -hmm. material. Is there music? Is there TV? What's on the TV if there is one? What kind of music? How do you get called back? The paperwork. How do you fill that out? So, like, for example – um, there's an urgent care that we'll go to. And when you go and you check in, they've got a TV up there that has your name and then it tells you your expected waiting time. Which is really nice because you have an estimate. You know, you're not just sitting there like, when yeah. the fuck are these Can I hoes? go get some spicy chicken nuggets at Wendy's right now? <laughs> exact. Or should I be waiting in my chair for you to call my name? Exact. I decided that I think all the TVs should be playing Mythbusters. Ooh, even though that one guy's dead? R.I.P. Yeah, but he wasn't one of the main guys on it, I don't think. Or was he? I think wow. he was. Wow. No, he was not one of the main two guys, for sure. But pff, way to yeah. discredit his death. I didn't discredit the death. It's, it's a valid death. It is a valid death. You're right. <laughs> I'm going to play, play devil's advocate here. Not devil's advocate. I'm going to play smart ass here and mm -hmm. say the perfect waiting room doesn't exist. Because you shouldn't have to wait for your doctor. But sometimes you your do. Your doctor should be ready. I know, sometimes you do. But, like, the perfect ideal solution is mm. I walk in at my appointment time and I'm ready to be seen. Yeah, and your doctor's like, I've been waiting for you. <laughs> <laughs> in which case, what is his perfect waiting What's room? What's their... His? Or hers. 
or theirs, or sexist. <laughs> <laughs> it's the patriarchy. <laughs> You're right. I mean, that's true. That's the a surgeon valid point. was his mom. His mom. That's a valid okay. point. Uh, Maybe you don't. Yes. You have to wait. But, but you still have we to are fill in out the real paperwork. world. It's true. It's true. And here's the real world. Part of part of mine concerning the paperwork. One, if it's still on paper, it gets sent back. Good point. <laughs> Good. Give it to me on an iPad. If the spaghetti's on top. Butthead. I send it back. Uh, no. No. If it's if it's not something digital that I can fill out on an iPad, or ahead of time, give it to me ahead of time. I love getting so, it ahead yes. of time. When I get so from the wellness center at work, when they say, "Hey, you have an appointment tomorrow at blah blah blah," click this link to fill in your information ahead of time so that it's ready to go. That's perfect. Yes. What I don't also want is for them to ask me to fill it out ahead of time, and then I get there, and they still need me to fill something else out. Yeah, I That's, hate that. Most of which asks the same questions. It's like the same paperwork. I hate that. Yes, I and that, hate it a lot. And that has happened to me more than once. Like, then why did you send me this? Yeah. And I'm not printing it out. Also. Because it should be able also, to be Also, Alto, right Alto, Alto, Age of Ultron, Oliver Twist. <laughs> yes. Do not ask me to print something out. It is 2020, ma'am or sir. I shall not print things out. And if I have been to your establishment before, you should have my same paperwork on file. I yep. should not have to tell you what allergies I have, what previous surgeries I've had. Mm-hmm. All of those should be on file in your establishment. Exactly. And, Lord willing, maybe creek don't rise. you've got multiple doctors in the same network, and they all have access to everything. That's right? how it is if with I my If I go to GP a doctor that and... has my chart... Yep. That the service my chart, and then I go see another doctor that also has my chart. My chart chart should be able to talk between doctors' offices. You said chart. My chart chart. I did say chart. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> because it's already been filled out. It's already out there in the cloud somewhere. So absolutely. And I don't want old magazines for reading material either. Especially not in the age of COVID. I don't want to no. touch things that other people have touched. No. I feel like maybe ooh. I mean, if we're going to get real bougie with it, maybe each seat has its own screen and you can choose if you want to listen to music, watch something, or read something on the screen. And it comes with alcohol wipes. Thank you. Yep. So you. you can wipe down the chair and the screen. And the screen is all touch, so there's not a remote. You don't have to worry about that. And you can just choose what you want from there. And maybe <coughs> you bring your own headphones, but maybe also, if you forget, they have some you can use that are individually packaged. I like that. I'm going to take that one step further. Do it. I'm going to say the screens and devices that they choose will probably be low quality. Mm. They will probably not have an intuitive operating system. They will probably have only a select amount of content that you can view. I'm going to say, make it easier for us to use our own devices. <gasps> Ooh, yeah. Maybe have charging cables integrated into the seats. Or maybe a little stand that has a wireless charger. You can just yeah. pop your phone up on it. I like that. And one step further, it is 2020. You wouldn't think this is that hard. But don't have an office that doesn't have good Wi-Fi or cell signal. Exactly. When I go to, when I was going into San Francisco for my surgery, for my, uh, my plastic surgeon for my abdominal plasty, her office has 
Zero cell signal. Can't send a text message, get a phone call at all. Her Wi-Fi is literally so slow that websites time out while trying to load. That's some so bullshit. You when you you are if you get murdered in there, good luck. Did you have your procedure you at that office? No, I had it at a hospital close to my okay. apartment. But all okay. my follow up appointments and consulta- consultations and stuff like that. That's some it BS. is twenty twenty, ma'am or sir. Mm-hmm. So yes, yes have blazing fast Wi Fi. Have mesh router systems so that it is all over. Because when I'm in the waiting room, and then you bring me back to the actual room I'm going to be in, but then you also make me wait 20 minutes, I want to make sure I can watch Netflix in both places. Yes. Yes, absolutely. And, like, I understand the need to wait sometimes. I know you sometimes get backed up. It happens. And there's nothing wrong with that. Everybody needs the medical care that they need, and they need good medical care. But if you're going to have me waiting for more than 20 minutes, adjust your schedule. Right? Yes. Right? Yep. Because like the other day, when Casey was getting his eyes checked out, he had to wait for two hours. And I'm like, there is no reason at all, not even in the case of COVID, that somebody has to wait that long at all. Like, I know that it might be a little bit longer, because you've got to do all the cleaning procedures and make sure everything is wiped down and good to go. But two hours, if you are that far behind, your scheduling is effed up. Yup. So, I mean, like, I'm fine to wait a little bit. But, tw- like, once we get to the 20-minute mark, I'm ready, honey. Okay. Okay, mama got oh. things to do. <laughs> oh, Oh, man. Yeah. And I like the idea of being able to read stuff online. Like, oh, we've got these fun, uh, d- d- stupid, like, Aesop fables. You know, if you have your kid. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about kids, because that's an important part of the waiting room experience. Oh, no. Oh, I can oh, no, hear you what? again. So my, my computer thought I was asking to talk to Siri again, and then uh, uh, the okay. thing came up, and it went, and I X'd out of it, and then you started talking, and I couldn't hear you, because Siri was oh, still trying to hear me. She's such a bitch. What an idiot. She sucks. Why don't you marry her? No thanks. But yeah, let's talk, let's talk about the kid's experience there. It's important. Yeah, because you've got to have, because I, you know, when I'm thinking of this, I'm thinking of like a family practice. So you need to have sure. stuff for kids. Here's, here's the ideal. It is a separate room mm. from the adult waiting room. It should be, yeah. However, it is adjacent so you can keep your eye on them, and maybe even has a window into that room. Yeah. and Or maybe see, it's a half wall or something like that. And maybe there's some seating in there, too, in case, you know, like if a parent wants to be in there with them, especially if, like, their kid is sick or something, like, like really exactly. ill, yep. you know, um, yeah. they can be in there. But, like, no kids in the adult section. Yeah. They don't know how to cover their mouth. Or their nose. Right. And they don't know how to also, not put their... Also, they're going to be playing with blocks or screaming or exactly. whatever it is kids do nowadays. We don't need them disrupting everyone else who's having ear or eye problems. Exactly. We don't need to see their blocks. We don't need to hear their screams. The fucking screams. Um, And in order to make sure that the kids' area is sanitary enough, maybe we've got a new science thing where... So the kids come in and they're playing. You know, and they're touching things and picking their noses and putting their hands in their ears and mouth and up their butts and wherever else kids put their hands and touching stuff. And then maybe every, I don't know, half hour, 
or or we'll have to figure out the, the the correct amount of time. There'd be some research involved, but there's a person that comes through that works at the office, <coughs> takes these toys and pot, like that kids maybe aren't playing with anymore or whatever, puts them in this like it's like a refrigerator, but it's not. And you put it in there and you close the door and it like sprays sanitation all over everything. Yeah, or that like UV sanitation. Yeah. Like, Kills germs with UV lights and stuff like that. Exactly. Yeah. So that way, and, I mean, I think it. We can't have the kids put their toys up because it's a doctor's office, right. and they're obviously that's not going to be happening. So it's got to be an employee at the doctor's office, uh, and I don't think it's going to be. Let's say you have a front desk. It's not going to be the front desk person because they have to be there helping people get checked in and making sure they have all the insurance and all you know all the you know clerical stuff. So this is a separate job. So with this, we're creating jobs. Think of how many doctors offices and, and urgent cares there are in the world. It's a lot of jobs. It's a lot of Steve jobs. It's a lot of Steve jobs <laughs> right there. And that way everything can be clean and sanitary. The kids can come in open the thing, get their toys, because it's a safe sanitization, whatever it is we use. Play, 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 play. Get called back. Somebody comes in, puts back. Boop. And everybody's had a great experience. Maybe there's, like, kids' TV on, and you can say, like, yep. hey, yep. Uh, Thomas. Maybe that Thomas is the AI there. Play okay. uh, Barney and Friends. And then Barney and Friends is on. It's great. I think it's a good idea. And there's chairs there, too, know. so or, you can just set your kid up and make them watch, I don't know, Looney right. Tunes, Veggie Tales, whatever the kids are watching these days. The kids are watching Peppa Pig, Doc McStuffins, Paw Patrol. Paw Patrol nowadays. Ooh, Blaze. My nephew loves Blaze. The, what is Blaze? Like, they're like monster trucks, I think. Monster truck cartoon oh, guys. Okay. okay. I think that's what Blaze is. And PJ Masks. That's another one. PJ Masks. Yep. Yep. Speaking of masks, okay, okay. I think we got the kids. <laughs> I think we got the kids taken care of. I think that's good. I, I want to address. I want to address um, material for if you don't want to be on your phone in the waiting room. Yes. What do you have available to you? I personally am a fan of just like looking at random things on the walls and reading them. Sometimes they have like magic chart, magic chart, magic <laughs> chart. You need a new doctor. Medical charts. Uh -huh. <laughs> medical charts. But. A doctor's waiting room is also the first and only place I've ever been exposed to magic eye. What's that? Remember those? Oh, is that the thing where like you um where you look at it and if you like cross your eyes at just the right yes. frequency <laughs> that you can see 3D images in the magic eye. Yes. But I, I used look, to like, love those. Yeah, those were great. And those I've discovered and learned about through a doctor's waiting room. Mm. Maybe we could have those on the screens that are at the at the chairs or are these going to be handheld? I was thinking even maybe having a few of them up on the walls. Ooh, as I like that. On the walls. So you can walk around. And then around everyone's just sitting in the it. chair staring at the wall cross eyed. <laughs> and then the doctor comes out and it looks like you're in a mental ward. Yes. <laughs> I like it. I like that. And then yeah. uh, to get called back, you think I, I, I'm pretty good with just a standard, you know, a nurse or somebody comes up and calls your name and you go back and they tell you where to go and they walk yeah. you back there. I, I like being escorted because otherwise I don't know where I'm going. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Here's, a, here's another thing that I like. On the check-in process, mm. either let's create more jobs and have a receptionist there solely for checking people in. Yeah. But we all know that's not necessarily realistic. 
Because more often than not, I walk into the office, the receptionist is on the phone with somebody saying, huh, let me figure out your insurance information, blah, 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 or she's checking someone out. I want a self-service kiosk. Oh, I love that. Or I can, I can type in the last four of my social, or I can type in something that identifies me as being yes. there, and I'm checking myself in. Now, would it be good to have to that room? as part of the screens at the, at the chairs? You just go and you sit down, and you get started? To check in? That could be a good compromise, yeah. But that might be eliminating a job. Is that eliminating a job? Mm. I don't think no, because so. because people still, still have to ask doing... questions about insurance. Exactly. And, and like you have to call in to make appointments. There's still a lot of stuff to do. And then yeah. that could be good. And that way you don't have to. Sometimes I don't want to interact with people, especially if I'm not feeling well and I'm at a doctor's office. I'm like, I don't want right. to talk to you. <laughs> right. I don't want to also get you sick. Yeah, if I'm exactly. There I'm sick. Exactly. So I like the idea of just having like the, uh, the all for one for all and all for one screen or yeah. at your at your whatever your chair and you sit down or, or again, if we go the, the use your personal device instead of the screen that way to keep people from. Yes. Like if I'm sick, I don't want to touch a screen in a public place. Right. I want to touch my own phone. Maybe they have a QR code or a site. That oh, goes, yeah. Boop, scan it. And then it's like, I am here. My name's Chad. I'm in. That's perfect. Like maybe you go to the you go to the uh, the check in the receptionist. There's a QR code for each patient. And you just go and you so you have options because not everybody's going to have a smart cell phone and stuff. So you have to have options, obviously. Um, right. But like if you want to just do it that way, you can do your QR code and fill everything in and then just submit it that way. That's good. That's great. I like that. Yeah. QR yeah. codes are the real deal. They are. China's been on them forever. They're so good. It's catching up. They're really helpful. I love a good QR code. Me too. I think that sounds that's like a good. really good, and I don't want it to be white and medical. I want it to be cozy, you know? Yeah. And give me yeah. some, like, cucumber water or, like, some fun fruit-infused water, some teas, hot cocoa if we want it. In the adult room, no snacks. I think, I think beverages that you just mentioned are okay. No snacks. Yeah. You don't want people picking up finger foods and all that kind of stuff. Mm-mm. Especially not in the hospital. Making crumbs. Um, yeah, drinking out of cups. <laughs> drinking out of cups. Um, but what is what is the ambient experience going on? Is there is there music? Is there something on a TV in the room? Or are we solely relying on our own devices and having good Wi-Fi? I think maybe there's peaceful music going on. Okay. So that if you don't want to be on your phone or on the screens of any type. You just want to look at magic eyes while listening <laughs> yep. to peaceful music. You can just sort of hang out and listen to the good music and feel calm and relaxed. And then you have the option to use your phone or these screens or or whatever if you want it. Because if you just kind of want silence, you know, and you don't want to hear whatever's going on on the TV or whatever. And besides, you have your phone or your the, the screens at the seats for that. I think maybe it's yeah. just like a nice, calming, peaceful uh, sound. And maybe there's some good aromatherapy going on in there. Ooh. So it doesn't smell like a doctor's office. But I don't want it to be like an overpowering, like no. somebody's burning incense. Mm-mm-mm-mm. No, I, I would want it to be like a subtle, you barely even notice it. But as soon as you walk out of the, of the doctor's office, you're like, wow. It's a lot more hectic out here than it is in there. You know what I mean? <laughs> That would be nice, especially, you know, in these COVID days. You want to try and keep people chill. That's right. I like, I like that idea. What do you think? I'm, I, I concur, doctor. I concur. I like how you called me doctor, and we're talking about a doctor's room. 
A doctor's room. A this doctor's is a doctor's room. bedroom. <laughs> now there are two. There are two staples of a waiting room that we have not addressed yet. Mm. That I'm curious whether or not you'd like to include them. One is highlights magazine. <laughs> two is. I need to stop playing with those fingernail clippers. <laughs> Two is the little wooden abacus move yes. little bead on a rail to one side. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. I Are would say in our leave rooms? those behind. I'm I'm okay with that. Yeah. Because like the highlights can be so out of date and they're already going to be yep. just covered in boogers. Covered in boogers. Somebody's already going to have circled the differences in the images. Yep. They would have done the word search. Yep. So, I mean, and that, at that point, pfft, defeats the purpose. Just get rid of them. And the yep. wooden toy thing, like, come on, we've got better toys now. Let's just, who wants to play with right? that anymore? It is not 1902. Exactly. We don't need dolls and wooden abacai. Yeah. We don't need them. We've got other cool blocks and kids' yeah. toys. Cool blocks, Legos, Mega Blocks. Ooh, mega Blocks, Mega Dinosaurs. Oh, all the dinosaurs. Power Rangers. Army Men. Army Men with parachutes. Ooh, those are good. Yeah. Yep. I'm with you. I don't think we need those two things. I don't need them. Great. I'm glad we're in agreement. Perfect. We made it. I think that's the end. I think that's we figured it. it out. That's that's the perfect doctor's office, doctor's waiting room. It's the perfect. again. If you can't be in the real, if you can't be in the world where there is no waiting room because it's not a necessary step. Yep. Then this is a good alternative. It's a ve very good alternative. I want to be comfortable and at peace and have a lot to occupy my brain while I wait. If I have to wait. Yep. I love that. Faux trio. Did we miss anything? I if you were listening that. to us and you're like, oh my god, you forgot. Blah, blah. <laughs> Then please let us know on Twitter at Appable Idiots on Twitter. Speaking of Twitter, we have a lot of different ways you can support us. One of them is by subscribing to us on YouTube. Go to AAWI on YouTube. How do you get there? Just type in AAWI in the YouTube search, and we're probably the only thing that shows up is called that. Hit a little subscribe, dive, dive, do. Do that for our other two channels as well. One of them is Appable Idiots. The other is. Respawn Aim Fire. If you're into video games and video game things and news and industry and laughing. Go to that. Respawn name fire. We need all those subscriptions, everybody. Uh, we speaking need of subscriptions, you can go to podcast services. Subscribe to us there. But also, while you're there, this is a real thing. It works. It helps. Rate us five stars. Please, we love or, you. Or, as I say on Respawn name fire, if your podcast service rates in cake, give us five cake. Whatever it is, give us five of it. If it's out of ten, give us five times two. Give us all the cakes and stars give you can get, but also of five. <laughs> yes, only multiples of five. <laughs> uh, go and also leave us a little comment and just say like, "I want to marry both of these people." And I'm like, "Oh, sorry, we're taken by being married to our work by God." <laughs> 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 Taken by God. I'm married to Jesus. Next and finally, you can go to twitter.com slash idiots. Submit a conversation starter. Interact with us. Just give us a little howdy doody. Draw us we a picture. love to say howdy. Draw, what do you want people to draw us a picture of? Draw me a picture of your dream... Uh, what's the jetpack? Your dream jetpack. What your jetpack would look like. Draw us a picture like. of what your dream jetpack would look like. Send it to at idiots on Twitter, please. Please, I'm dying Speaking to see of it. conversation <laughs> starters, we had Dusty Hill on Twitter. Dust 
Entropy Hill. I know we've already used that one before, but it's the first E word that came to my mind. Uh, he has subscribed to us on Twitter. He's a really <laughs> good follow button. friend of ours. Lifelong he friend. Is. He, is, he is straight up just a good friend. Good person. Uh, he will I've be on Respawning Fire two times later tonight. Ooh. But he has a question that he has asked us as a conversation started, just like you can. And he says, best soup and soup accessory. And by that, I mean to say, like, foods you eat with soup. But soup accessory is a very good phrase. Soup accessory is a very good phrase, Dusty. Thank you for that. I really like that. This is, this is hot off of last week's pizza accessories, which were pizza toppings from Matt from RI. Uh, so this one is, what is the best soup? And then what is the best soup accessory? There are a lot of good soups. I love... Now, we've already, de- we've already oh, defined ahead. that gazpacho is not soup. No, it is a soup. It's just and, cold. Oh, wait. It is a soup. That's right. It's a cold soup. But cereal is not soup. Yes, that we have determined. So we're thinking Because if it was soup, soups. Cinnamon Toast Crunch wins. Yep, exactly. Now, is chili a soup? I don't think so. I think that's a separate thing. You think it's a separate thing? Okay. What okay. do you think? Do you agree or do you want to include it? If chili were a soup, hypothetically, I could make an argument for why chili plus cornbread could be a one-two duo for best soup and soup accessory yes. together. I wonder, though, I mean, and I would agree, is chili soup? Let's see. Uh, I mean, chili can... doesn't usually have broth or stock and therefore is uh, not a soup. According to Thrillist.com, I think it's more of a, it's considered a type of stew because of its uh, low liquid stew. content. Have a stew going. <laughs> you got yourself okay. a stew okay. going. Uh, in that case, we will not be considering that. But I would have concurred soup. with you had it been, yeah. had we determined that it could be considered a soup. I I, I'm so open to other soup accessories. Really, all that comes to mind right now is cornbread and breadsticks. Thank yep. you, Olive Garden and barbecue places. Well, so bread in general is a very good yes. soup accessory. Like with uh, I, a personal favorite soup of mine is broccoli cheddar. And Ooh, that I, is a good soup. It's so good. And I mean, I think we could consider a bread bowl an accessory. I love Ooh, soup in a bread bowl. Yes. You know that. I used to get that all the time. Mm-hmm, but also, mm-hmm. whenever I'd go to Panera and I get, you know, you can get the half sandwich, half like a half sandwich and a cup of soup, but you get yep. a side with it. I always get the baguette, and I pinch off bits of it and I put it in the in the soup. Mm, just it's, dip it right in that soup. It's so good. I mean, bread in general is just. I mean, crackers are a form of bread. They are. And then a French onion the crackers soup. are not as good as soft bread. No, they're not. Not at all. But ugh, so good. Yeah, let's let's go ahead and rule that out now. Crackers, oyster crackers, saltines, not, Melba toast. Yeah. Melba toast. They are not in the running for best soup accessory. Possibly, however, in the running, we can determine this uh, a little bit later, goldfish crackers. I don't know. I've never had it. You've never had goldfish crackers in like tomato soup? Mm-mm. or? In, well, in, I don't eat oh. tomato soup. I don't like cooked That's tomatoes. That's right. You hate, you hate cooked tomatoes. That's right. <laughs> yep. I mean, I love goldfish. Yeah. So I imagine goldfish I would like in it chili. in soup. Also be good. Oh, fritos yeah, in chili. Oh, yes. I Come love it. Uh, if, I were to, if I were to list my... I'm, I'm not a huge soup person. I'm not a person made of soup. 
But if I were to name a few soups that I like, broccoli and cheddar is up there. My my one qualm, Q-U-A-L-M, <laughs> with broccoli and cheddar soup is that the broccoli tends to be flaccid. I like a good crunch to my uh, broccoli. You like crunch to your brock. Yeah. I do like crunch to my brock. Um, so broccoli and cheddar is pretty up there. I am a, I'm a big fan of cream-based soups. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, like the gnocchi soup from Olive Garden. Mm. Um, I'm a big fan of like a, a creamy chicken with yeah. maybe some corn in there, some broccoli maybe, chunks of potato, bits of bacon. Bits of bacon. Wow. My mom yeah. makes an incredible chicken and rice soup. Makes you feel better oh. when you're sick. It's like she boils the chicken in water, obviously, then uses some of that water in like chicken broth or she makes a stock for the rest of the soup base. And it's j- literally just shredded chicken, cut up celery, and rice. And it is so good. Mm. 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 French onion? Here's what I'm not necessarily a fan of. Mm. I'm not necessarily a fan of soups whose only, like it's, it's straight up water and broth. Oh, yeah. Mm-mm. Like if it's, if it's not a thick base of a soup, if I get to the end of it and I have to like drink a whole cup of water... I don't nah, mind a liquidy soup as long as it doesn't, t- as long as it has a really strong flavor, like where it feels like I'm not the drinking water. Important. The thing that I often have trouble with with liquidy soups is that the ratio is off. It's mm. so much liquid, so little vegetables and meat in there. I feel that way about Especially chicken noodle when, soup a lot. Yeah, chicken noodle soup. Chicken is the first word, and it's maybe a half ounce of chicken in that bowl of chicken noodle soup. Yep. Yep. And then like four noodles, a couple of carrots. I don't even and care about some, carrots. A bunch of broth, right? I just Get out don't of here care with those carrots. Them. I just don't care about them. There's another soup. I will. I think this is considered a soup. Um, oh my gosh, Casey made it the other day, a while back. The other day, a while back. It's a Mexican soup. Um, I can't remember what it's called, but it was really good, and it was is a beef soup. Let me look it up. Let's look it up. Look it up. It's really that's good. So, that's interesting because I do not, when I think of soup, I never think of beef in there. Oh, this was technically a, stew, a stew, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I always think of stew. It's called pozole. 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 And it's technically, at least according to this, it's considered a stew. So never mind. But I, I, I like a good soup every now and then. And I, my two favorites tend to be broccoli cheddar and French onion. I don't think I've ever had French onion soup. It's so good. I've had Dean's French onion dip with some Fritos. Which is also good. But French also onion good. soup, I mean, literally took the accessory and made it part of the soup. Like what you Bread. do when you make, yeah, when you make a French onion soup and you put it in a bowl, you just take, so you, put, you cook it, you put it in there, uh, in, the, in this, the, the bowl, but they usually have a little weird little handle, and then you put a slice of bread in it and a bunch of cheese on top of it, and then you melt, you get the cheese all melted on top of it, and by the time you get it, the bread is literally soaked through, and you've got this melty cheese and this delicious soup underneath. It's so good. It's so good. good. Mm. But I think, I mean, I think we can all agree that maybe bread is the best soup accessory. Bread by far. Yeah. Best soup accessory. By far. 
by far. Now, we've had all of this discussion. We've thrown out all these things. And I'm going to tell you, from my point of view, it doesn't fucking matter because I've already made up my mind. And it is gnocchi soup with endless breadsticks from Olive Garden. I love Olive Garden. A.K.A. Italian McDonald's. I love that's... Olive Garden. It's so <laughs> I am one of those basic bitches that's all about some Olive Garden. It's so good. Um, so I'm already saying, hands down, like that's my vote yeah. for best soup and soup accessory. All of this conversation was for nothing because I knew that going in. But if I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna break your brain here. If I were to choose the best soup as an accessory, ooh, yes, soup as an accessory, like a tomato soup while you're to a waiting for your sandwich? meal, perhaps just like that. Correct. I would choose broccoli and cheese soup. With some bread, mm-hmm. <laughs> some accessory to my accessory soup, which is the accessory to my larger meal that might be coming a few minutes later, or a side to, I don't know, a grilled chicken breast. With which asparagus. is your accessory to murder. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because I'm an American gangster, not a Russian police person. <laughs> police person. Yeah. <laughs> police person. Oh, geez. I love it. That's a callback. <laughs> and I'd say that's a callback. So that's mine. What what would you say is your your ranking? We don't have to agree on these, by the way. We don't have to have an affable idiot's official best. Official, but. but I would say broccoli cheddar soup in a bread bowl. In a bread bowl. Counting the that's bread hot. bowl as the accessory. Because you also have like the top that they cut out. They give you that and you can yeah. dip it in. Mm. That's the best. Because then once you get all the soup out too, the bread inside is all soggy. So you can take your spoon and scra- scra- <laughs> scrape it all out. So good. I just really like, want it now. Just like taking out the gunk out of a pumpkin. It's so good, but yeah, it tastes better than <laughs> pumpkin gunk. <laughs> pumpkin gunk. Pump and gunk. with pumpkin gunk, we're going to wrap up. Thank you, Dusty Hill on Twitter, for giving us that thrilling conversation starter. I hope you're satisfied with our answer. I would also love to know what your favorite soup and soup accessory is. Tell us. That's it for today. We're going to wrap up with a parting positive thought like we always do. And this one is actually, it's something that someone told me recently that I thought about a lot over the last like two weeks. A coworker told me this one. And there are two, here's the the quote. I don't know where it comes from. I tried Googling it. I looked at the top five search results. None of them were it. So I just assumed that he made it up. (laughs) There are two keys to success. One is to do great things. Two is to tell other people that you did great things. So if you want to be successful, not only do you have to do things that are great, but you have to let other people know so that they can then raise you up. You are then seen and visible. You can get recognized for other opportunities. You, you have, have to tell to, people to how great you are. Exactly. And that can be very hard to do. In, to suck your dick about how great you think you are. Just, <laughs> <laughs> speaking of soup. <laughs> um, yes. I like it. I just realized that people who, who aren't familiar with our conversation about that chicken chili recipe and sucking your dick about how great that recipe is. <laughs> Have no idea what sucking your dick and soup has to do with each other. <laughs> Let's give a little bit of backstory before we leave. There's this chicken chili recipe that I used a ton while I lived in Chicago that I really, really like. And the first like seven paragraphs of this recipe is just this woman sucking her own dick about how, how great, great her soup thinks. is. 
I made up this soup. It's so great. My family loves it. We eat it here. And they fucking love it. And they always ask for seconds. I'm like, dude, shut up. I get it. It's good. Just tell me the ingredients. Give me Go. the fucking recipe. There are so many like internet memes about like, okay, the, somebody comes up with a great recipe. When I was a girl growing up on the farm, <laughs> like all their blogs, like food bloggers, just all nonsense like that. Get to the yep. recipe. If I have to scroll more than two phone screens to find the ingredients that I need to go buy, We're your accessory's bad. I mean, your your what is the name of it again? I just said Blog? it. Blog recipe. Your recipe. Recipe. Your recipe set. That's it, everybody. Thank you for listening. We will see you next week. Until next time, hearts and charts. Shardy farts. Wait, no, hugs and kisses. Hearts and charts. <laughs> and shardy farts. <laughs> to Mexico. <Ta-da. Ta-da. laughs>